passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. The, the, the winds of change are blowing through Raider Nation. And Silver and Black Today keeps you up to date with the latest news and views about your Las Vegas Raiders. Touchdown, Las Vegas! With insight, opinions, and interviews. We're on the cutting edge of what's happening now. Now, now with the latest on your Raiders and the NFL. Your host, Scott Goldbranson and Mo Moten. Welcome back. It's time for a Thanksgiving edition of... Silver and Black Today, an Odyssey original podcast covering the Las Vegas Raiders. Thanks for being with us. Uh, no turkeys here, just me, Scott Branson, your host, along with my co-host, Mo Moten. Mo is the senior NFL writer at Bleacher Report covering the NFL. He also is a Raiders columnist up on sportsnot.com. You can follow him on x.com at Mo Moten, M-O-E-M-O-T-O-N. I am at LV Gully. You can also catch my work where I am an editor and a writer at sportsnot.com. Dot com as well. All right, Mo. Well, happy Thanksgiving, man. I know uh, we, we 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 haven't talked about food much on the show this season because we've had so much going on with the disaster that was Josh McDaniels. And now, <laughs> since Antonio Pierce took over, a little more uh, happiness and the Raiders are two and one in that time. Uh, but uh, I know your food takes are very popular on uh, the Internet, uh, especially when it comes to cheesecake. By the way, I was at I was at a store the other day and they were selling mini juniors cheesecake, which if you're from New York, which Mo is, you understand what juniors is. And I just thought, oh my gosh, Mo would like fall over and have 
a fit, like knowing that there's many cheesecakes even. I mean, is that, is that not an abomination on top of an abomination? I would have to find the fire extinguisher and uh, <laughs> do what I have to do with that mini cheesecake collection they got there. I, it, it's funny because it was brought up on the X on Tuesday night, I believe. I believe our friend Jarrett Bailey, who broke down the Steelers with us before the Steelers Raiders game, he had cheesecake as one of his top five Thanksgiving foods. Oof. Yet, yet he says macaroni. He, this is the same guy that says macaroni and cheese is not a Thanksgiving food, but cheesecake is. Make it wow. make sense, people. Make it make sense to me. That's that's fascinating. I I I think I've maybe seen cheesecake, but it was like a pumpkin cheesecake. But but even then, I, yeah, I I wouldn't agree with that. But then you know the the country is so culturally mixed <laughs> and diverse. You know, I I was just talking about this the other day on our uh, our Not Zone show, which is our NFL show for Sports Not with uh, my host my co-host Ryan Dyrud from LA Football Network. And we were talking about food because he's married to a Mexican woman. His wife is Mexican. My wife is Cuban. So like when we were dating and you went over for family holidays, first of all, my wife's family always had it on Wednesday because they all worked in casinos in the service industry. So they worked on Thanksgiving, most of them. So you'd have a day early, but it was all Cuban food. So we had pork and we had yuca and all this other stuff. So the idea, uh, but but when it gets down to kind of Americanized food, macaroni and cheese, cheesecake, <laughs> that kind of stuff. Yeah, I, I've never heard that, but hey, each to their Listen, own. Listen, I've been to different homes on Thanksgiving. I've been to a Puerto Rican household on Thanksgiving. And, you know, I, I've never had cheesecake. Never had, never, <laughs> never seen a cheesecake on the table or on the menu. Seen perni. Panib, uh, which is pork. Yeah. Uh, we've, I've even had coquito before mm-hmm. Christmas, before December, before the holiday on Thanksgiving. Uh, for the people who don't like eggnog, I'm not a big fan of eggnog. I know the eggnog is out there already in the stores. Keep it on the shelves. But I've never, I've never been served cheesecake at a Thanksgiving get-together, dinner. You could pick up right from there. So I've never, I just never had cheesecake on on the platter or on your on the menu. So I I don't get where cheesecake comes in. I wouldn't eat it on a regular day. I wouldn't eat it on a holiday. I wouldn't eat it on my off day. <laughs> but keep just keep it away from me. I love. Did you did you say? I got to rewind a second there. You're talking about eggnog, which like I'm not an eggnog guy either. Mm-hmm. But I like to have like one glass a season. That's it. Just one little small tiny. Get a little taste put a little bourbon in there. That's it. Like, that's it for me. Just one. So like buying a carton for me is not going to work because we won't finish it. Nobody else in the family drinks it. But did you call them eggnoggers? I, I did not call them eggnoggers. Oh, I but thought you that's did. Something... I thought you said eggnoggers. Like you coined a term. I, I think we can use that because they deserve their own separate category <laughs> for drinking that disgusting beverage. Or do you want to oh call my that? gosh, that's too funny. But either way, uh, thank you guys for being with us on Thanksgiving. Hopefully you're with family. Maybe we we offered you a respite. Maybe when the mother-in-law or the cousin or somebody was bugging you and you needed to bug out a little bit and now you're outside or somewhere in your car, in the bathroom, and you're listening to us just to get a little respite. So happy Thanksgiving to you guys. Hope you're having a great time. And we're thankful for you. Thankful for the listeners and the viewers up on YouTube here as well. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast if you don't already do so, by the way, uh, wherever you get your audio. And then if you're with us on YouTube, hit the subscription and the notifications bell too. 
Uh, interesting stuff going on. Look, the Raiders are getting set for this game against the Chiefs. And we talked a lot last last episode about the defense, right? And and what this defense is going to be able to do. Now, I'm going to get into this a little bit later, but I see a lot of folks, that a lot of our listeners, a lot of Raider fans who talk to me online, they have, I think they have a very false sense of who the Chiefs are. They feel, I'm hearing this, well, the Chiefs aren't very good. The Chiefs aren't as good as they used to be. Now, there might be a little nugget of truth in there as far as numbers go, but eh, we'll get into it in a second. But Antonio Pierce, the coach, um, the defense, and so, so what's going on? Because that's been the storyline. The storyline has been the defense because the offense has not performed well. And um, I thought this audio was interesting because I think it goes to why this team has been playing hard for Antonio Pierce, even before he was the head coach, by the way, going back, as you reminded everybody last episode, the, that he was the linebackers coach, remember, and you see what's happened with Robert Spillane, you see what's happened with that unit. And uh, he talked to the media on Tuesday and he talked about kind of, he was asked, you know, why is this, is, is, is schematically, have you changed something? Have you, have you evolved and I thought his answer was unique and 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 just offer some insight. So here's Coach Pierce talking about the defense and why he feels that they're performing so well and a little bit of color, too, about uh, the players, obviously, that he wants to praise. Here we go. All right, so Antonio Pierce on the defense. The mindset's there. You know, you got, you know, we talked about the energy with Max Crosby and the intensity of spilling, uh, spill. But what you're seeing now is 11 guys just hungry, flying to the ball, everybody being very uh, – eager to make a play, to contribute, to do their job. You know, nobody's going out of the box. You know, we're, we're doing everything in our wheelhouse. And I think PG's calling a great game, you know, getting, allowing our guys to be comfortable to start a game. And then as we get uh, a, a kind of a flow of the game, then, you know, we bring out our bag of tricks. But I think overall, you know, between the coaches and the players, what you see is guys really trusting what we're calling, believing what we're calling, and executing. Well, there you go. Uh, trusting and believing, Mo, what they're calling um, is huge, right? Because I think that they got over that hump somewhere around the L.A. Chargers game, in my view. I keep bringing up that game because I think that's sort of, for me, when I saw it sort of click for them. Not that they've been perfect. But um, talk about what he said there and that idea of of just going out, doing what you're doing, but trusting and believing what you're doing is the right thing. It's only a kick. A jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. I think one confidence plays a part in all this. We talked about as soon as Antonio Pierce took over, there was a new energy in the locker room. And I think it's not just for the offense, but also the defense. Not only the offense isn't holding up its end of the bargain right now, has to score more points, but you're seeing it on the defense. And I say this about sports in general. If you ever play a sport, whether professionally on the collegiate level or just out in the park with your friends, anytime you play defense in most sports, it's all about energy and want to. I've played a lot of basketball, you know, in my lifetime and it's, and coaches would say it's about energy. If you don't, if you're not a person who wants to play defense, you're going to play lousy defense. <laughs> you have to put some real effort into it. And I think it's different in football because it's a more physical sport. There are more things you have to pay attention to what coverage you're in, you're in what alignment the other team is in. 
but I think it still boils down to energy and want to. And, you know, on offense, you can have a star. You need typically you're going to need a star wide receiver or a star quarterback for your passing attack to be high level. You don't necessarily need stars to have a great defense or a high level defense or a top 10 defense. As he said, you have to have 11 guys who are, who are on the same page and want to make a play and provide that energy on the field. So that's more of a philosophical response from me having played sports. But when you play on the defense side of the ball, basketball, football, hockey, you know, you have to want to play your position because everyone wants the, the, the glamour and the spotlight of playing offense. You score points. People are cheering game winning goal, game winning shot, game winning touchdown pass. All of that is great. Defense usually doesn't get the same type of praise the offensive side of the ball gets. But when you take pride in playing defense, and I think the Raiders do that. And I'm not saying they, they didn't before, but when you have that energy and you take pride in what you're doing, you get better results. Yeah. And and I think that goes back to the leadership too, though. You you trust in your leadership, you trust in your coach, right? And and that's a big deal because uh you have to when you go and you, the, the war analogies always come up with football, you know, because it, it is the terms gridiron and attack. And, but it is. You're going mm -hmm. into battle, right? And mm -hmm. you want to follow the guy into battle you feel is going to lead you the best way. So so you have to respect that, too, about where the Raiders are with Antonio Pierce as their interim head coach. And and I think, too, that we, we gave praise to Patrick Graham uh, last episode, and I think that it, it deserves it again now. That said, it's a week-to-week -week league, folks. Uh, it's all over now. Now it's all about the Kansas City Chiefs. And the Chiefs, as again, as I said, some people underestimating, yes, they lost to Philadelphia on Monday night. A close game. Um, really should have won the game had uh, had the receiver, um, Scanley, caught the ball. It was a touchdown, right? So, mm -hmm. But that's the way it goes. When you don't do it um, and, and you don't have receivers that are quality enough, uh, that's the way the, the ball bounces, man. Don't forget Travis Kelsey's fumble inside it's the fumble. 15 yard line. So yes. Chiefs had some self-inflicted errors there. They did. They did. And that and they've they've had them all year too, right? So so we'll get into the numbers on the Chiefs here in a second. But uh I think that this has the oppor the, the opportunity that the Raiders have on Sunday against the Chiefs is a huge one that they cannot overlook. Uh and again, we don't get into the big must-win game stuff. But if I'm the Raiders, I'm I, I if I'm in their mindset, I would think this is a must-win game because this has the the opportunity to to really I think uh, uh, set them up for great success towards the end of the year. You mentioned last show about how the schedule isn't exactly daunting towards the end. It's not easy. No schedule in the NFL is easy, but you do have the opportunity if you can get past this game and win it and go into the bye at six and six to feel really good about yourself. Uh, facing the Chargers, the Vikings, the Colts, right? And the Broncos who are surging as well. But uh, it, it sets up nicely for the Raiders there too. So The other thing is if the Raiders win this game, that, that's a big feather in Antonio Pierce's cap as the interim to say that I, you know, I deserve the job. Look, we yeah. can compete with the best team in the division. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it's interesting because uh, I love the way that Antonio Pierce has handled the little adversity that he's had since he took over, which of course was the loss to the Dolphins. I have my doubts too, which I'll get into uh, after we come back from the break, um, just based on, I think, the interactions I'm seeing uh, and the questions that are asked and not asked, because there are things to solve and and I think there's still a honeymoon phase going on. 
But uh, we'll get into that in a second. I know people will, oh, you're being negative, but I'm just going to bring it up because you got to bring up all of it, not just the good stuff, but also the questions. And we'll do that coming up after the break. Uh, you're with Scott and Mo. This is Silver and Black today in Odyssey Original Podcast. We are coming back right after these words. <laughs> 